Hello and welcome to the 40th podcast of Silly Talks About Science Fiction. I am Kristen Kiss. And I'm Jeff Gritman. And this week's episode is brought to you by... Travis's Probing Shop. We have all your probing needs. Located in Arizona. Oh my. So, we are the hosts of Silly Talks About Science Fiction, and we are also the authors of a silly sci-fi comedic book series called Prison Dad! Oh, they're a good time. Look, this one even is in fabulous fall colors. Yes, exactly, for your fall uh, needs. Yes, perfect for reading at those boring football games your kids make you go to. <laughs> so, um, as we do every 10th podcast... We do the video, right? And we're doing, you know, the audio, right? So if you're listening to this, you can actually go to YouTube, type in "silly talks about science Typing. fiction," and see our beautiful faces. Yes, hello, oh, hello, beautiful. Or if faces. you're watching us, we do this as a podcast every week. So yeah, you just tune in. We talk about funny things. Yeah, we silly things. Yeah, mm-hmm. pop culture, science right. fiction, mm-hmm. maybe some movies. science, maybe science some in science. there too. We do some fun. Love it. Flying car one week, yeah. or the cloning one that got pretty popular there mm-hmm. for a while. So, Dolly, yeah. cool, yeah, Dolly talking about the some... sheep, not the artist. Although I'm a fan of both. Uh, so before we start talking about aliens, we have a couple housekeeping things to talk about. Housekeeping. Um, in <clears throat> October 29th. Right, we are doing um a fall festival for um the Home at Last Dog Rescue Organization. Um, we're gonna be selling our books and and be there to chat with people, and the proceeds benefit on Home at Last, which is a dog rescue that I work with in my free time, and they're a wonderful group of people that save pup dogs. And that's in Norristown. Um, I think it's in what you can find it on our website, yeah. prisondad.com. I'll uh, put the uh, we'll post the information up. about it. Mm-hmm. Also. Um, the weekend after Thanksgiving, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, will be at ChessyCon in... ChessyCon in... Timonium! Timonium! The loneliest element on the periodic table. So, oh, by the way, I have a cough. That's why I'm <coughs> chewing this. Um, I want too. I think I got Christmas It's related cold. to work stress. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine's because I have a toddler. That that does it to you, yeah. And then we'll probably be doing something around New Year's Eve in Allentown too. Yes, Allentown is a great place because that's where <laughs> Prison Dad takes Prison place. Dad. Prison Dad. <laughs> All right, people. So those are our housekeeping needs, and then we're yes. gonna try to get in some bookstores too this fall. We're gonna be busy. Every weekend we'll be out there pumping our new book, Prison Dad Volume 4. Yes, we are hard at work editing. We're almost done editing. We are cleaning some stuff up. There's going to be some fun things in there, Mm -hmm. some making fun of some other pop culture things that are more recent. And one I'm really excited about is I I do like a little riff on um, Stephen King's Stand By Me, which I'm a huge fan of. And you mix it with your love of ID Discovery. Yes. (coughs) And uh, I wrote a story where... uh, Everything less touches turns to bacon. Yes, that's kind of that funny. Is a very King fun story Midas. Too. There's some time travel in this one. <coughs> there's um, yes. There's a lot of time travel in this one. Yes. Actually. So there's some good stuff. Good stuff. So enough about that. Let's talk about aliens. Aliens. That's what here for. There's one in my throat right now. Yeah. I, got it. I yeah. went in the upside down. <laughs> <coughs> so if I if I spew out a slug, I'm really okay. sorry. It's all right. We'll bear with you this this yeah. week. So when um a couple about a week after. You and my brother graduated high school. My yes. brother and I were just sitting out in front of my parents' house, and we see this thing fly over the house. It, and it looked like it was like on fire, and it went 
across the house and then it banked right and like was like it was like a matter of seconds and we were like terrified and we ran inside because we were really scared about like what what we saw yeah I would have been too I watched a lot of unsolved mysteries and it was like two three o'clock in the morning and the phone rings so we're like already terrified of like what we just saw fly over the house and it was silent and then it was our friends Scott and John they called us, and this is, you know, this was the 90s. We didn't have cell phones. Yeah, no. They called the landline at my parents' house from Scott's mom's house Which to was, tell us. Yeah, it was behind where I It was I like halfway to, to your, yeah. halfway between like my parents' house and your parents' house. Yeah. It was in Country Crossings, if you know that. That's on like yep. Walbert and um, Cedar Crest in Allentown. Sure. And they saw it too. So they called us to tell us what they saw. And then if you go on, like, the UFO, like, sites, it says, like, you know, reported 1996, June 1996, you know, know, UFO spotted over Allentown, so it's, like, it's out there. They're among us! No, no! So, now... We don't even have Scully and Mulder to help. No. No. I don't even know if Mulder was... No, Mulder was still on the X-Files at that point. Mm, It was a couple years later. It was Scully and that other guy. I didn't watch those, that season's... Season? Season's... I didn't even watch the new season. I'm nope. terrible. I haven't watched the new movie yet either. Whoops. Whoops. Yeah, I didn't watch the new movie yet either. I used to really a new movie. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like a million years old. Listen. So people. anyway, aliens. Are they real or aren't they real? Well, yeah, for sure. First off, I don't think we just got lucky. No. You know, that we have the planet that's in like, you know, where, where it's not too hot because we're not, you know, too close to the sun. It's not too cold that we're too far away from the sun. I don't think we are the only ones that got lucky in the entire universe, galaxy. We, we can't this. even comprehend the actual size of the universe. No, we can't. Universe. No. So it's very arrogant for us to think that we're the only ones. And also, dang lonely. Yeah. I don't really want to be the only inhabited planet in the entire universe. More habitable planet. Yeah. I mean, and who knows? I mean, I don't know what happened with dinosaurs or anything like that. So maybe other planets I'm had life on them. Sure, <clears throat> asteroid wiped out the dinosaurs. Well, right. That's like mm-hmm. the the main theory yeah. that people have going for them. Do you think but they started smoking, or do you think someone went <coughs> back in time and coughed, and then all the, di- the dinosaurs probably. died? Oh, you know what? Kristen is to blame. Allergic to water. Just like in the M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie. And then they didn't realize it, but then one day they all decided to go swimming and that was it. We're we're going to get to um, aliens and pop culture at one point. And we will talk about how ridiculous it is that the aliens would be coming to invade a planet that is mostly water when they're allergic to water. Yes. So... But no, I I definitely feel like that that there's life out there somewhere else. I think the thing is that, that we only know how to measure life based on life that exists on the planet Earth. It's true. And there may be other types of life forms that we can't quantify or or perceive. This is true. Right? I'll give you that. That exists today, maybe even closer than we know. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm going to really spook you guys out now. Like, ghosties. No, but I'm just saying, like, we only know what we can perceive, and that might not be the full story. So, if they are coming here, what do they want? I personally think they're Moms! just... <laughs> I don't believe in a V-type situation where they're coming here to eat us. I think that they're just as curious about us as we are of them. Maybe we are the first ones that they've ever seen also. True. You know? I think that NASA's budget would increase exponentially if we found evidence of life on another planet. I think so, too, because I think people are, you know, curious about that. You want to know... I mean, people are are scared of what they don't know, right? So if we found out something that we didn't know about, someone would probably want to research it. 
hopefully most of those people would be altruistic and just want to understand what was going on, like shark researchers, but you never know. There could also be very angry, you know, militaristic types that wanted mm-hmm. to go and steal some unobtainium, for example. Now, Stephen Hawking said that aliens could quite possibly be <clears throat> hostile because they'd be want they'd be interested in the resources that our planet has because uh, these elements might be specific to our planet. But in my opinion, I believe that life started out there in the Big Bang and that what's here is probably exists in other places. For sure. You know. And maybe they don't even use it the same way. Like maybe alien cultures don't use like fossil fuels at all. Yeah. They have totally different ways of supporting their lifestyle and ecosystem we don't know if they are in the same place we are right now you know like you know, having to on the footsteps of the you know, trumpisms and you know like I think humans are extremely arrogant and trump is just another example of how arrogant <laughs> we are thinking that we are the smartest life forms that no one could possibly be smarter than we are or more advanced than we are and I just, I don't believe that's true. I think there's probably cultures out there that exist that don't want to have anything to do with us because they're happy with what they're doing themselves, and maybe they could come here, maybe they don't want to. Or maybe they've been here and we haven't even noticed it. They're among us! Because most humans don't spend a lot of time perceiving things outside of their own crazy brains. This is true. And the, they're, the, they're among us, I keep referencing, is one of my favorite Saturday Night Live sketches. It's, uh, is it Channing Tatum? Yes, it's yeah. It's Channing Tatum, and it's um, Kristen Wiig, Bill Hader. Yeah, it's like that Password ripoff show, like yeah. the fake version of Password. So Channing Tatum is supposed to just return from space, and he keeps having all these flashbacks of being abducted by aliens. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, and at the end, he keeps yelling, they're among us. But the yeah. questions he keeps getting are like, probe? Yeah. Like, probe? <laughs> what? This is what they do. Sometimes they <coughs> use their fingers, and other times they use something metal. Yipes! So, probing it. So, you know, what if aliens... Okay, so, first off, what do you think they look like? Because we see so many different things in pop culture, what they look like. Sometimes they don't wear clothes. I think that's hogwash, and I think they're wearing clothes. I mean, I have no concept. I would hope that they look like something that... I can't comprehend right now. I, I think that it's fascinating to live on Earth because we have such a vast difference of creatures that exist on Earth and exist in the sea, and they're still finding creatures that look surprising and shocking to me. Yeah, crazy So stuff. I would hope an alien is at least as far into what humans look like as like an octopus is or a goblin shark. Like something that just goblin looks like, nice. hey, wow. You know, something exists that we can't comprehend. I mean, most of the time when you watch movies, aliens are humanoid only because they're portrayed by human actors. Although, you know, we have our friend Tom, whose sister Amy, um, she has, uh, she doesn't have the the bottom portion of her legs, and so that actually makes her a really cool candidate to play different kinds of characters that Mm -hmm. may not be shaped in the exact way that, you know, the humanoid shape and... You know. Amy was in a movie called uh, <clears throat> Young Ones, which is... Uh... She was in Stranger Things, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot Amy's about that. awesome. Yeah, uh, Amy was... Um, yeah, in Young Ones, she played um, a... Um, I guess... I don't know. Just I guess she was just... What was she? Now I can't remember. Like, she was like the blank. mom... And yes. she had been in an accident, so they had right. her like on this sort of interesting thing that sort of like dry cleaning, yeah. yeah, like when they wheel you around. But um, and she was Eleven's mom 
in streaming. If she was Eleven's mom, that's right. But yeah, I mean, I'm just saying like, because because of, of the physical differences in, in her in her body, she could probably play different type of creatures than you know the standard humanoid shape. Um, but I, you know, I think that's the limitation of Hollywood. You know, if they're not using like CGI or something, it's probably going to look like a human. And you know, people imagine. You know, it's like I don't know. Do a bipedal. You know, that, that's the thing. Right. You know, uh, Falling Skies showed us the, their soldiers were more the, the the skitters they call them. You know, with the multiple legs and right. for speed and for for conquering your you know the the, the enemy. You know, for you know to clubbing, I guess. Right. They didn't really use guns and things. So they'd be... Yeah, I mean, so we're limited by our human um, experience and imagination to what what we could conceive of an alien looking like, but. Mm-hmm. Maybe they look like something, yeah, that we don't. Even I don't think they look like Close Encounters, where they're <clears throat> glowing bioluminescence kind of thing. No, I mean, I think clothes, there probably like... are creatures out there that sort of look like those big dome head things mm-hmm. with the big scary eyes, because right. that's been shown like time and time again. Yeah, and I definitely had nightmares about those dudes when I was a kid. So, probably in some realm of the universe, creatures like that might exist. Um, you know, maybe there's a Darth Vader out there for realsies mm-hmm. yeah, or a Jabba. Maybe I could something see somebody looking the, like Jabba the Hutt. A whole planet of Jabba's <clears throat> slugs, yeah. slugging it. Um, and it also brings up the question, like, you know, what if they don't actually exist? What if we are the only ones out here? What if we are the loneliest, like, ones, like, out in the out in the universe? Like, what if we would be the only ones that are out there? I mean, it's kind of crazy to... Yeah, to think, I mean, like, but that's that's the way that we sort of operate right now because mm-hmm. we don't have en- evidence of anything different. I mean, it's it's a lonely, lonely universe, lonely solar. It's gonna be system. a long time, I think, till we actually get an answer for that too. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen in my lifetime. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't, I don't think so either. Because I would totally love to go party in the Tatooine Cantina with Luke Skywalker, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you never know. You know, there's always possibilities of things and. Stuff. That you could be surprised. Maybe when I'm like a 90 year old granny, I'll be sitting <clears throat> on my front porch sipping lemonade, and Paul will pop up out of nowhere yeah. in the skies and say, Hey. Hey, what's up? How you what's doing? So, what if we meet the aliens and we're the more advanced race? What if they are like the, the Nali? I'm sorry, the Navi? Whatever the Avatar people yeah, are. Navi. I always mix them up with the Unreal aliens. This is like. I think we'd be, we'd be shitty to them. And I hate that that is how I feel, but it's true. Do you think it, it would be... humans are crappy to... to the American Indians all over, all yeah, over again. Yeah, totally. So? That's what humans do. Anything that we're afraid of, we have to conquer and control. See, that's why really I think Roddenberry's right with the Prime Directive. The Prime Directive is that if they don't have warp technology, don't interfere with them until they reach that stage in their evolution. Then introduce yourself. Yeah, I don't think we're going to find a planet with life on it. I feel like if anybody saw us coming, they would flee. They should do a Twilight Zone on that. Like a planet seeing like like a Earth shuttle coming and just being like, Oh, no, God, no, 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 not, not those, those guys. jerks. Nope. It's like when your, you know, your least favorite uncle comes to town and you're like, hey. I'm going to go stay at Kristen's for the week. Pretty much. If you need yeah, me, I mean, that's where I, I I'll hate be. to think of it that way, but I think that's that's probably how it is. Because even if you look on the Earth at species that humans don't understand or fully appreciate, what do we do? We destroy them. Yeah, pretty much. You know, we treat them like garbage. We destroy their ecosystems. We destroy them. It's actually. I know a... it's cynical, and I am an optimist. I would hope that there would be some scientists out there that that 
would you know put a stop to an alien being injured if it if it came seeking help. But I mean, even look at E.T. You know, E.T. came and he was so innocent and he just wanted to like you know be with Elliot and get home to his family, and then the government got involved and you know nearly killed him. I'm surprised they didn't charge him taxes. You hear yeah, me? Well, that's the- you hear me? Basically, no. <clears throat> Give him, give him some Obamacare. <laughs> oh, ET, you need to get patched up? That'll be $5,000. Yeah. All oh, right. and you need an EpiPen? Oh, that's going to be another $3 million because we had to do the special space version. Space EpiPens. Those EpiPen people that raise the price. They're who, demons. Mine, whatever they are. Well, whoever they are. People they need in to go pharma to, go are to, demons. Yeah, I was watching a documentary on pharma, pharma Today about how terrible they are. That's not where we're here. We're not here to talk about pharma. Let's talk about more. Let's talk about more aliens that we've seen in pop culture. Aliens, so, aliens. Um, so we just talked. About, we talked about ET. We talked about how he was nice. <laughs> he was stranded. He wanted to get home. Yes. And the government came in and you created know created a connection with humans. He's got some power. Children. You know, he you knew know. that children were probably. Nah. I'll be right here, hmm. Elliot. Elliot. Oh, I love ET. He's a nice guy. <clears throat> yeah, he wasn't here to harm anybody or to do anything bad to the planet. It looked like he and his family were on like a scout ship, just to, like check the planet out. He accidentally got left behind. Yeah. And then the first thing they wanted to do is come back and try to get him. And so he was trying to find a way to communicate with them. Now E.T. was clearly way more intelligent than humans. <clears throat> he had a full understanding of how the solar system map looked. Um, and that's probably in addition to all of his knowledge of his own home planet yeah. and all the creatures and, and life forms that exist there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and, and he knew how to create a communications device mm-hmm. out of random electronics that people had in their homes. Yeah, so it's he amazing. obviously was a tinkerer. Yeah. And uh, uh, I have things. to say, I also appreciate the uh, cat from outer space. Oh, the cat from outer space. figured out how to make things work for A himself, Disney movie from the 70s. he didn't have opposable thumbs or hands at all, you know. So, the cat from outer space, yeah. Cat, so again, it was harmless. Kind of, kind of the same, kind of along the same lines of, of E.T. The military had him, home. was after him, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so definitely. friends with a human mm-hmm. so, and a drunk gambling guy. I actually saw an article, it was a couple of years ago, on about... Um, the Cat from Outer Space on io9. I never heard of the movie before. And it turns out I, a bunch of my friends did hear about it before. You, you never heard about it either. Mm-mm. So we, yeah, we got it from like Netflix and watched it. It was like as soon as that article, like two paws up. Except the one. Well, part they don't have thumbs, so like two. Yeah, two, two, uh, two paws. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Except there, the there one part when they're flying in the plane. Thumbs. That part I'm like, eh, sense. <laughs> but the rest of it was. The ending was really cool. drawn out. All right, so we, you know, so we talked about signs for a little bit. Signs is really ridiculous because because it's written by Ding-dong. We've been talking since we started the show back in in January about tearing apart every M Night Shyamalan movie about everything we don't like about them, but that means we'd have to watch a couple of them we never saw them. We just don't want to go down that road. Uh, but signs, though, I saw signs in the theater and I liked it in the theater. And then I, I, I bought the DVD, like, mm-hmm. as soon as it came out. And then when I watched it the second time, I was like, okay, okay, no. No, okay. So, this is a straight-up invasion movie. Right. And, um, it takes place in, like, Bucks County. It's, like, where Ange grew up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so th- there's obvious signs that the aliens are going to invade. The yeah, they, like, did stuff on the crops. Yeah. yeah. 
Need there's you know, the ships are hovering, that's so why they're finding like the dead birds because the birds are flying into the ships. They don't see them. Birds are dumb. Um, Sorry, but they are. You know, and then there's like the footage of the alien walking around. But the simple fact that you're coming to invade a planet that is like 99% water, 95% water, and you are extremely allergic to water, and you're not wearing any kind of protective gear. I don't understand that. <clears throat> that is, um, yeah, yeah. Is just really flawed in my opinion. That did he write himself into a hole? You know. Um. Well, I mean, so he was probably trying to do a riff on War of the Worlds, right? Where the aliens came and they take over the world, and it's all very scary, and everybody thinks it's gonna be the end. But then they can't handle like our germs. Yeah, and exactly. that's what takes them out. The smallpox blankets. Yeah, yeah. So like, but but germs. You, it would conceptually be a little bit harder to understand that there were germs in our atmosphere than it is for freaking water because you can freaking see it. Because there's water in the air, like right there's, here. There's water right here. There's, wa- there's water right here. There's yes, water. I just had some water in all of the oceans that take up most of the Earth. So if you're you like, are mostly water. Fu- yes, if you're flying. Not me though. Anywhere. I'm more a machine here, than man. Ooh, kitty buddy. <laughs> um, but anyway. That would be pretty freaking. <laughs> really stupid. threw you off with that, didn't I? If you didn't, if you didn't think about the fact that like you were allergic to water, you know. What'd you want here? Yeah. What'd you want here that wasn't right? And if you were going to investigate, like you would, I think you would take precautions. Like we don't go to other planets and like not have a oxygen plan. or like a plan. masks. You on. need a plan for a planet-wide invasion. <clears throat> yes. They didn't have one. Really, really. Seriously, no. we're gonna keep getting fired up if, if we keep going on with yes. this. So, um, a, a favorite alien invasion um, or abduction story is, of mine is Fire in the Sky, and Netflix just added this to streaming. So, I haven't seen it since the '90s. So, it was so awesome to see it again. Um, great story about you know a bunch of loggers. They're coming back, and like the the friendly guy in the bunch, you know, they see like the, the lights in the sky, and they go to investigate, and he gets out of the truck. Why he gets out of the truck? Is he that friendly? He wants to go. It's obviously an alien spaceship. Um, the light hits him, knocks him out. And the friends drive away, and they're like, "Okay, we got to go back for him." They go back for him. He's not there. Neither are the lights. Um, then he shows up a couple days later, and he has horrific flashbacks of the aliens that abducted him in the first place. So you know, these aliens were pouring. Um, you know, they were definitely you know working on him, taking a look at how he ticked. Um, checking on his organs and stuff like that. They poured that like milk-looking stuff over him, and it became like a like a skin almost, and very terrifying. Um, so much fun to watch, though, like because it it's based on a true story, at least so he says. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of stories about alien abduction. Mm-hmm. I used to stay up late at night when I would have the occasion unsolved to watch mysteries. unsolved mysteries. Yeah, you love Robert unsolved Sack. mysteries. And when he like he told ones about no idea like, where people, this guy is right now. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> that was really funny in, in basketball. But um, you know, there was one that I remember where it was like a guy that was coming back from like the the army. I think maybe even Vietnam in the '60s, an African American guy, and he uh, placed a, a call to his family, a collect call from like a gas station, like essentially telling them that he was on his way home. But then he looked up and was like, wait, what's that? And his mom was like, you know, I'm not sure, honey, what, what are you talking about? And he was like, well, mom, I see these lights in the sky, and I just like, I don't, what, what is that? And then all of a sudden he was like gone, and then he was gone for three months, and they like found him on the side of a road, and he claimed that he had been like 
taken by aliens. And I was like, that is effed up. That's effed up. Effed up. And I probably, you know. They were nice enough to return them. Yeah, I mean, I think they do that a lot. Yeah. At least any of the abduction things I've ever watched. Like, they'll take you, they bring you back, take you at night, I guess. Sometimes they, like, put weird things in you. Yeah. But then the things are, like, magically gone, like, the next time you go to the doctor. Hey, I don't know. I'm not going to judge people. We have an alien abduction story in our first volume yes, of you do. Prison, Prison Dead. Dead. Of course, it's about Les being naughty with an alien. So Les, that's what you Les know, does. we find out that Les is intergalactically known for as many children as he can father. So the alien wants a piece of the pie, basically. Oh, yes. And then Jed gets brought along for not-so-fun adventures. Some probing. Yeah, poor mm-hmm. Jed. Poor probing. You know? There's poor a Kids in the Hall sketch Jed. I love where they play aliens. They're like... Do you think that we've learned all we can from anal probing? And the one guy's like, what? I love the probing! He's like, get another one up there! And he's got like a big thing, he rams it under the blanket. Yipes. Or like South Park when Cartman got taken by the pilot. And they put, yeah. This giant satellite dish in his comes out of his bum. butt yeah. and like sing songs. <laughs> yeah, that's right, he sings a <laughs> song. Yeah, there's some movie with, um, what the heck? Uh, Mila Jovovich, I think, about like a scientist that studies um, people getting abducted. Was that like, the fourth kind that we watched, and that was and it ended up being completely fake at the end of it? Yeah, I think so. That was yeah. bad. Yeah, it was that was really movie. bad. But I mean, yeah, I've heard those like theories and ideas before. You know, they they're all over the now, internet. Now, Alien to me, straight up <coughs> Alien, um, kind of made sense to me. Prometheus kind of destroyed all of all of it, though. Because um, in Prometheus, it was, you know, we came from their DNA that they poured into... <laughs> so, in, in Alien, it's all about DNA. It's all about, you get the face hugger. Oh, yeah. Face hugger. Yum, yum, yum. Spits out the xenomorph. He, like, grows, grows really quick. Yep. He's like, hello. He's off of you, yeah. Hello. Hello, my baby. Hello, my... Yep. No. Um... And you know, you know, grows into you know like a bigger one, and then they stop it, obviously. And two, you have a lot of them because there was colonists on the planet, and then they all you know took took them Got over. Colonized, yep. Essentially. And then you get introduced to the queen alien, which you know stows aboard. And then Ripley brings it to you know the prison planet in three, and then there's four, which stuff happened in four. Stuff. Josh Whedon wrote it, but it's. It's an okay movie, you know. No, Alien Covenant sounds pretty cool, and I know I'll watch it. Um, but you know that that's all about the DNA mixture between you know the two races and what would happen, kind of thing. Yeah, but Prometheus kind of did that too, because it was like yeah, the aliens would that. like like burrow into the humans yeah. and mix with them. So right. Some of them, came, one of them the one just turned into like a zombie, and then yeah. Anyway, it was kind of a neat movie, but um, I hope aliens are not as angry and violent as that. I hope they're more like E.T. or maybe even Alf. Although Alf eats cats, which I can't get behind. No. Apparently that's what you do on Mel Mac. Yeah, so. yeah. No, uh, Alf uh, escaped his planet uh, that was ravaged by nuclear war. Right. You know, so there's a little political charge to it. Came Moving here to Earth. the Tanner family. Uh-huh. Neighbors are always on to him. He's always the after cats. the cats. Yep, cats. Yep. Uh, so, um, you know, th- there's like an episode where, you know, Alf tries to like warn the government of the the threat of nuclear war and, and all these things have destroyed his planet. Yeah, so. little cold, cold war story. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Alf, um, Alf was furry and friendly. Um, you know, there's a 
I guess the Predators, technically. Predators, an alien. Yeah, he's he's an alien Predators too. along the Klingon kind of thing, where like a race of warriors kind of thing. Yeah, but let's talk right. about let's talk about three franchises right now, or one that's going to be a franchise as part of the MCU, um, and then the two other big ones where we got a lot of aliens mixed together. Aliens. We got Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. We got Star Wars, yeah. and we got Star Trek. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll start with Guardians of the Galaxy, where um, you know I didn't know these comics. Uh, I knew the basic premise. Kind of thing, and then the movie came out, and movies—you can't deny it. Like I've never heard anyone say like that wasn't fun, because it was fun. That movie is, and awesome. we want fun. I love fun. Fun is great. I love. You know what's fun? What? Doing podcasts with you. Aww, no. So, guys, the galaxy. You know, we have that feeling of the the Tatooine cantina. Right. Where you do you? Know, there's not too many duplicates of of a certain race. Right, and you sort of see everybody. <coughs> mixing together and just dealing with each other. Yeah. You know, you don't really... There's not... I mean, there probably is some sort of elements of, like, race and classism. Well, yeah, you saw that with Drax's races. You know, they're very literal. They're, True. You know. there's Yeah, there's definitely, like, differences between the, the different types of aliens. And you see, like, probably... Probably um, the raccoon has the hardest time. Because okay. people... Yeah, Rocket. Because he... The little guy. Because he's little and... Yeah. People underestimate him and don't think that he's smart. They just think that he's like an animal. And yeah, he, you know, his origins are a little bit like he wasn't Mm -hmm. intended to be what what he is. is. So he probably has like the hardest. And Groot is like best friend slash bodyguard. He's a tree. How cool is that? What I'm saying, like, maybe aliens are things that we wouldn't even recognize to be like. Aliens. Intelligent life forms because we just see like maybe they're even your smartphones or like rocks on Mars. What the hell do I know? That's I don't point. know. Ask Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. But um, but Matt yeah, Matt Damon. I love that the different types of aliens had different modes of communication. Like Groot, um, could only say Groot, but he could impart a There's lot of inflection. wisdom and feeling mm-hmm. in saying that word yeah and and drax yeah he everything was very literal mm-hmm. so you had to sort of you know find communicate with him in a way that he understood and when you heard him him, say something back to you like yeah you had to understand that he wasn't exaggerating like he was trying to be like this is the exact Mm -hmm. truth and they're blue people they're green people they're red people and uh, you know what they all just kind of strong lady character that's Mm -hmm. you know trying to be a badass and it's always great stop her always great yeah Yeah. stop her evil father from father ruining ruining the world ruining the universe the universe yeah the universe right um, so yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, is, is great in that that aspect. Uh, Star Trek, you know, I'm, I'm the the diehard Trekkie, you know, because you know, in the early series it was, you know, there was the Romulans. They're like, this is our border. Do not cross into our space. Yeah. They just they, like they were closed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wanted to do their own thing. They didn't want to be bothered by anybody else. You know, the Vulcans first introduced to the humans, and you basically came across a bunch of drunks, pretty much. You know, and these are an emotionless. People they they right. they pride themselves on meditation and not being letting their their emotions overtake their decisions and things like that. Oh, you know it's very interesting, sort of watching the portrayal um, in the newer Star in the Trek reboots of yeah that you know because I you know it's it's so interesting to sort of see that Spock really has like a deep care and well, he's half human friends. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, like, he can be more detached and logical mm-hmm. about the decisions he makes. But it's not that he doesn't care about anyone. It's more just like, well, you know, this makes the most sense overall. Yeah. Just, it's interesting. You know, well, that's, that's kind of the way 
the portrayal. I, I always felt that way about Spock, too. So. Yeah, I mean, maybe I just didn't notice it when I watched that one movie with the whales, like, 50 Because <laughs> it was always on TV. I'm going to do a really quick plug right now in the middle of Jeff's thing. On, um, so MAC Cosmetics is doing a special line that's out this fall for Star Trek. No, it's cool. If you're a girl and you like fun makeup, um, they have like a couple eyeshadows and a couple lip glosses. And I bought one because I was so amped that the name of the lip gloss was Khan, K-H-A-A-A-N-N-N with three exclamation points. Yes. It's awesome. It's like magenta with sparkles and I'm totally going to wear it for Chessie. But just throwing it out there for any ladies listening to us that like fun, you know, tie-ins. I wish I had a sound clip queued up for that. I could put it in post. I could go right now. (laughs) <laughs> that was great, you know. <laughs> anyway, you were talking about Star Trek. I'm sorry to derail you. So with Star Trek, you know, we, there is like the big the the blending of like everybody. You know, the Federation is like you know we're here for exploration. Let's right. all team up and go explore. You know, then there's there's you know the next generation and the Klingons are at peace. Where in the original series they weren't, you know, in the next generation, you know, you have a Klingon officer on the Enterprise. And that was a huge, because in the original series they were mortal oh, yeah. enemies. You know, the next generation dealt more with Romulans, where in the original series it was like, you know, the Romulans were like completely like hands-off kind of thing. Um, with the aliens on, on board and and everything, you know, the, the mixing, the, the melding, and you know, and always meeting a new race all the time. And Meet a new race! Now, in the original... people! Yeah. <laughs> That's what my sci-fi English teacher used to say about Star Trek. But I like, um, I like that they have that edict that they're not supposed to change anything of the planets that they go to, like, explore. Yeah. Like, they can go and look, but they can't, like, leave things there, and mm-hmm. they can't take things. Right. I like mm-hmm. that, because it's, it's very scientific, sort mm-hmm. of like... You're there to observe, not to interact or cause trouble. And they run into some people that are hot messes, they run into people that are in wars, and they meet people that are, you know... And then there's all that different different sort of stuff where, you know, we'll go into the, the Star Wars world, and what I always thought was interesting, and they're talking original trilogy, mm-hmm. um, as far as the Imperial troops go, it's all humans. Or whatever the humans yeah, are. Yeah, humanoid. That humanoid. There's no aliens. Yeah. There's no Wookiees. Like the, there's no... the Sith are humanoid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess Darth Maul is the only one that I can really think of that, that is really wasn't... really looks like Super Sith. Yeah. Like, he was the only one. Now... Sithy. But he wasn't... Once again, that, that is new. That is new. That is right. prequels. <laughs> We're not talking prequels. We're talking about... about Original because right. you know you got the tattooing cantina. We keep going back to that, right? Yeah, because that was the melting pot. It was, yeah, it was super important to the way that I saw things as a child. Just that, you know, Luke looked like me, like a human, but he could go into this bar and be around all these creatures that yeah. are totally different. And he didn't react to that. No. He wasn't like, oh my god, it's a wolf man, or oh my god, it's like a big blue blobby <laughs> thing. He was just like, oh okay, this you is know, what here, it is. These are the other creatures that inhabit the same universe that I do, and I'm just here to try to make a a deal and get get out of here so I can learn to be a Jedi. He's going to get off Tatooine, yeah. That's all all he care about, you know? So it was, you know, definitely just sort of like that idea, like, hey, look, other creatures exist in the world. Mm -hmm. They have a The Rebels definitely had... The Rebels had... Different aliens, you know, in their, you know, Admiral Akbar. I love Admiral Akbar. Chewie. Right. You know, for example, you know, huge help going on and on. You know, there was a lot of discrimination against <laughs> droids in those movies. 
And like the right. rebels, they didn't care. Yeah, they used droids. They were even as at one point they're like, you know, oh, your your R two units beat up, and Luke's like, no, this is the one I want, you know. So yeah, yeah, they even yeah treated droids like like they were important and part of the family. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you see that in so Force Awakens, Poe, yeah. Poe and BB eight. Oh yeah, they like love each other. Yeah, they had a total yeah. bromance going. Mm-hmm. If BB eight is a man, I don't really know. Not as much yeah. as Poe and Finn, because let me tell you. Shout out to the guy that played. R2 as well because he passed away yeah so God bless let me just take a moment to talk about Poe and Finn guys I'm really rooting for you (laughs) well Oscar Isaac said he played it as a romance on one of the late night talk shows and they were like well who are you romancing and he was like that remains to be seen he's a teaser that one he's funny but I mean yeah like to me it was like it was super cool that like yeah that like it was it was all different kinds of aliens that had different backgrounds and cultures and different ways of looking at come together for this yeah they worked together cause right to stop angry old white men (laughs) so aliens if you're out there we really need you we need you (laughs) help us aliens you're our only hope Uh, Trump for president. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I would never have anything to do with anything that had to do with him. What I was thought was cool about Firefly is um, there's never any mention of aliens, and they're at the one space station, and I don't remember which episode. And there was a guy going, "Here's proof that aliens actually exist." But we'll Isn't never know. Funny? Yeah, we'll never know. You know, because there's no way there'll ever be new episodes of Firefly. Get that out of your Get it out of, out of your heads. It's not going to happen. You know, we got the movie and kind of tied things up a smidge. Not really. There could be more. They're great stories and it is what it is. Um, the Expanse is a show I really like. There's one season that aired, I guess it started in January of this year and then concluded in like April, May. And this was, you know, there were all humans, you know, then the humans, you know, some moved to Mars, some moved on space stations. Some, you know, their jobs are taking, like, the big rocks of ice that float in the asteroid belt, towing them to the space station, so that's how they get their water on the space Neat, station. like, frozen. Mm. But in space. Mm. Frozen. In space! <laughs> so, what's going on here is um, they actually encounter an, an alien life form, which is kind of like a biological weapon, and now they're convinced that, you know, they finally, they found alien life. Now this is, I forget the year of this, but it's way in the future. Like Mars is the whole planet's colonized. Wow. There's people on space stations. This is a long time away. There's people talking about that they want to go live on Mars and see if they can colonize. It's a one-way trip, people. Yeah, they just got done. They just got done in in Hawaii. People lived on um, Mars-like simulations for um, a year. Yeah, they just they just exited. Yeah, you have to give up the whole rest of your life, basically. And we were there. We were on the on the. In Maui, on the volcano, yeah, it that really was cool. It was it did. cold it like and it was dry, yeah, and it was yeah. yeah. We both had to like sit down a couple times. Yeah, we got yeah, dizzy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Angie and Jay were off prancing, prancing about. We, um, but yeah, you know what else is cool? And this, I don't know if this is in your list of things, but maybe, like a lot of possibly. other shows are bringing in sort of like alien aspects. Like if you watched last season of Fargo. Yeah, they never really explained what was going on, but like there were definitely aliens, aliens. 
the one scene towards the end of the of the season. In the pilot, in the first episode too. <laughs> in remember, the first episode, yeah. That's when he when he got hit by the car because they but saw it, the UFO, right? Because right? they saw the UFO, and it's like, okay, what was going on with that? That's kind of cool. How that's just sort of brought in there, and also American Horror Story. Yeah. Um, you know that the season. Asylum yeah. featured um, the, the main character said that he, his wife was abducted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he kind of went crazy from that. Right, because yeah, cool. wife got abducted. By yeah, but just the you know their aliens are sort of being peppered in other mm-hmm. mainstream TV shows, even when they're not like the main focus of the show. <clears throat> um, you know, and it's we have more alien stories that are not in these books, but probably be one in volume five, and we're gonna launch our free story program again pretty soon. We have other stories where the aliens come back. Do you visit? Know, yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, you know, I always loved in The Simpsons when they had those two cool alien guys that were always like drooling and trying to eat people. Kudos. Sneaking back. Kronos, yeah. To, to make life difficult. And um, on South Park too, they did. They had like those aliens that were, what is it like, we're, we, we have a picture of us sucking each other's <laughs> drag on. It made me laugh so much. Aqua Teen oh, Hunger God. Force had some great aliens too. I mean, everyone loves the Moonanites in the the Foreigner Belt episode. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. We are watching that as soon as we are done here today. Fendi! There's them, and then there's like the German aliens, where they're not really German, but they kind of have like German accents. Oh, yeah. Their ship is just all buttons, like, yeah. like floor to ceiling, like buttons everywhere. So they say, "Are we the baddies?" No, <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I think we've got skulls on our, on our hats here. <laughs> Maybe we're the baddies. <laughs> All right, so um, pop culture. Are we pretty much? I mean, there's so much to cover. There's so many. There's so many things. Those we're are going to end this episode, episode, and I'm going to be like, "Dude, I forgot about." Those are the ones that like. Aliens, I know. There's a million. I'm sure if I like went downstairs right now and looked at like my wall of like discs, there's like yeah. a million alien movies. You know, District Nine was a cool story where. Yeah, District Nine. We talked cool. about how you know the aliens that were left floating above Johannesburg were like. The, the workers, like the blue collar, um, they weren't the scientists, they weren't the politicians, they were the lower class. And then they're that were left. Like, live in slums. Live in squalor. And be treated like crap and be scared and yeah. isolated. And that's that's what I'm afraid would happen if aliens came to Earth. They think they'd send us the. Like, so, yeah, I was just reading a short treat- story on IO9 the other day about. Or no, it wasn't IO9. It was somewhere else about. Alien, an alien race that dropped the prisoners off here to be their prison planet. Oh, like how um, Great Britain did that to Australia. Australia, pretty much. Yeah, that's you nice. Really get that that's idea that. from. Great idea is Great Britain. Thank you for that, you snaggle-toothed scone eaters. So would they, would they actually be so weird? Would aliens actually be, you know, it's always like they're creepy, they're mysterious, they're, their ships are either, you know, they're either pristine and bright... Or they're, like, covered in, like, slime and goo and ooze. Would they actually be that weird? I think they'd keep it neat. I think if you're traveling the stars, I think you're keeping it classy. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like... I, I feel like if they came here, however they would come here, it's probably technology that I wouldn't be able to comprehend. Because it probably would be able to travel through, like, black holes or wormholes or something like that. Sublight speeds. That we can't. Yeah, so because we haven't been able to find any evidence of them using our, you know, imperfect... You know, I had a friend, um, she graduated the same year you did. I'll leave names off this one, though. Um, And she told me, like, her boyfriend at the time, he was put on a bus for three days with no windows and told he was going to clean toilets, and he was sent to this base, and he was supposed to be checking out this metal, and it was like, it was like a strong steel, but you could crumple it like tinfoil. 
Whoa. And then like when you throw it down something, it would just flatten out. Did Wolverine show up and say, like, that's mine? Pretty much was adamantium, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, so maybe he was checking something out, too. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I feel like, you know, maybe aliens are have already been here, and they just they figured out how to sort of meld into things. And they built the pyramids, which are just storing grain. Right, right. Dr. Ben Carson um, <laughs> unveiled that that secret. I think he's going to do an article for the Weekly World News. <laughs> right after the article that I wrote about how the Sasquatch really enjoy the fine taste of a good pink Zinfandel. Right. And you can learn more about that story in Volume <laughs> 3 of Prison Dad. <laughs> so, you know, w- would they actually be so weird? Or would they kind of be like us and just want to, like, get to know you? I don't know. I mean... I would assume that there would be some cultural differences. Hopefully they don't, you know, celebrate Life Day with Uncle Scratch. <laughs> no. Songs. But I'm sure there'd be cultural differences and differences in how they perceived things or what was important to them. Um, you know, I'm not her, her biggest fan, but I have to say um, The Host by Stephanie Meyer was a really interesting book about uh, an alien race that essentially is just is a you know, gloms onto humanity and sort of takes over. It's very body range. snatchers, kind of. Yeah, but it was really interesting to sort of think about things their way because they didn't necessarily see themselves as malicious or evil. They, they saw themselves as beneficiaries, you know, that they would take care of a human body, and, and but but they locked our minds up. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it just, it just sort of makes you think, like, um, that they might have completely different aspects of existence that they would appreciate that we can't understand. Um, right. I think that that might be how it is. Otherwise, maybe they're just chill dudes like Paul that want to come and like hang out and see what beer's like. Yeah, we didn't really talk about Paul you know? in that. Now, segment, if aliens you know? if aliens were involved in the Egyptian pyramid, I'm damn sure they also invented beer because that existed around that time. So thank you for that. Alien so Paul powers. Paul had a lot of like ET power to him, but he was a foul mouthed, <clears throat> um, naughty. Naughty little guy. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Good friends, you know, Simon Pegg and stuff. And that was great. Yeah. I mean, and who, who knows? You know, people, we, can, we can only imagine, you know, what we're capable of perceiving. So, um, I don't know. Maybe they're like octopus. Like yeah. different types of octopus or like sharks. Yeah, they, I don't know so much about sharks. Octopus, though, that's what they say. Well, you know, the, um, sharks are, are prehistoric in a lot of ways. So they're very different than what the one humans, but mm-hmm. they still survive and thrive, maybe. So, I don't know. So, dolphins. Let's talk about Proben. Alright. <laughs> um, so, sure. with Proben, right? You know, it always seems to be like people in remote places that say, like, I got abducted by aliens and I got probed. Right. Do they really after get they probed? Or do they, yeah, after they were like drinking a lot and then they yeah. claim they got abducted by aliens and, and got probed. Like, Well, it's a nice excuse to uh, miss work on a Monday. Mm, yeah. You know. Kind of cover up your shenanigans. Yeah, it wasn't just because I drank an entire case of Budweiser and a bottle of cheap tequila. I got probed. I got probed. Teen my aliens. I didn't know where I was for 24 hours. It it seems to always be the the people in more country areas. But, you know, maybe that's also because those are the people that are least likely to be noticed missing. You know, like people who are predators and murderers, as I know from watching ID Discovery. Often go after victims, you know, who would who could be missed for a few days before anybody comes looking for them. So maybe aliens are smart enough to know that they go after people who, uh, you know, are regularly on benders or 
don't show up for things that they're supposed to show up for, so that they could be missing for a little while and no one would notice. So if there's no show next week, you know that they're among us. Ah! No, Snailians, don't come and take me! Alright, and then uh, the final question I want to pose to, to, pose to us um, this week is something a friend of mine from high school, Mike Kelly, wrote Mike. on Facebook. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's a stand-up comic. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great guy. Mike wrote on Facebook a couple weeks ago. Or actually, maybe last week when I was I was actually making notes for this podcast, and then like I saw his post pop up, and it made me laugh hysterically. And his quote was, "I had to go back to his page to find it." What if the aliens are watching us like we're the honey boo boo of the galaxy? This is my little alien, Mister Poe. He's a snuggler. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, we probably are crappy reality TV. What if that's all we are? No, there's a South Park episode like that where we're the, we're like, oh, I don't watch Earth anymore. That show sucks. Yeah, pretty you much. You know, because we're, we're like the, the reality TV show, but it's... Like the it's, Kardashians! It's kind of true. Like, what if we are, what if it is all a joke, you know, to them? Yeah, and that's like, why what, they don't want to come on? down here, because they're like, what a bunch of hot messes. All these webcams in your computers, you know, and <laughs> this is just... Oh, for those of you listening, Kristen is holding the cat. Oh, yeah, so I was, I was kissing Mr. Poe, not myself. There he is. He's Look at his little cat right face. Oh, this cat is so oh, great. Mr. Poe. So, you know, what What if we are a laughing stock? What if it's like, oh, Probably they're still using deserve. oil? Or, you know, their pharmaceutical companies are controlling the government. Is yep. it what we deserve? Not what I deserve. I don't deserve any of that stuff. Care if aliens want to watch me because I'm a goober and I trip over things. Whatever. You know what? If I if if the whole purpose of my life is to amuse people, then there's a lot of worse things I could do. I mean, you are amusing oh. people in our books. Prison, Prison dead. dead. I'm amusing Mr. Poe because he's trying to. I don't know what he's trying to shirt. do. Yeah, you're covering he's, up your pain very well. He's again. He has these claws, you see, and he needs to be trimmed. Yes. You're trim, you need to be trimmed. He tries to, tries to leap. He's a good cat. Oh, Mr. Poe. So, what else do we want to say? Oh, Mr. Poe. I think in closing, I want to say um, they. I, I definitely think aliens are out there. They're probably checking us out because they're just as curious about us as we are of them. I agree. I don't know if we'll ever meet any in our life, though. Maybe not in our lives. But if but they're out there, yours. I hope they're kind. And interesting and thoughtful, and I hope that if they do come to meet us, that you know they don't try to kill everybody, and that we maybe hopefully learn something from them. Yeah, hopefully they share some technology so we can kind of see what else is out there. How to cook for humans. How to cook for for humans. So until next week, watch the skies. Stay safe, my friends. Mm-hmm. That's right. I wish you the best of luck. And don't get probed. Yeah, don't get probed. That doesn't sound fun. Go to our website, prisondad.com. Check out our short stories. Check out our, our other stories, podcasts. Other podcasts. We're the 40, 40th podcast. Yay, 40th podcast! Pretty cool. And then, um, yeah. Come see us at Chessie Con. Or, um, All know. of our events. Go to prisondad.com, go to the events page, and take a look at uh, everything we got coming up. Yeah, Because we're going to be around a lot this fall. Doing things and stuff. Stuff. 